welcome to Lessons of Life and today's lesson is Good Intentions and they do indeed pave the road to hell. Most people you know don't really understand that. You know for example you just you're gonna send a plumber over to your tenant's house and you really like him. He's a good guy and he's wonderful, but your tenant is arrogant or pissy or whatever. You know, oh, I better warn him. I better call him and warn him about her before he walks into the lion's den. That's a good intention. You know, if you're going to call him and warn him, you warn him how nice she is. <laughs> because if you set that good intention to be, you know, uh, I just want to warn you, she can be really snappy and put offish. Then he gets there with that expectation, and now he's vibrating. You're pushy and, you know, put offish. And she comes back with being rude and pushy and standoffish. And this is how it works. You know, good intentions pave the road to hell. You don't need to warn anybody about anybody except how nice they're going to be to them. You set the good intention. You know, this is how you set expectations. And every business out there will tell you, well, we got to set expectations. You know, so, and it's the same thing in your life. Set an expectation. I expect everybody to be as lovely as I am. And this is that golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And that really means think about others as you think about yourself. And this is the Shema. And that's the two commandments. Those are the only commandments. The Ten Commandments of Moses is setting the stage for humanity. They're guideposts. They're Eight out of ten of them are written in the negative, which means man will automatically do the opposite. Thou shalt not kill. Okay, he kills and he is killed. But what that commandment actually states in the ancient Hebrew is thou shalt not commit murder in thy heart. You don't imagine taking another person's life. You don't imagine that they need to die for things to get better. You don't think those things because even if it doesn't happen to that person and you, it's going to cause somebody out there to murder another. You murdered someone in your heart. You imagined it and that's what it means. You committed murder and you hurt yourself doing it. And this is what all of them state. Don't do this in your heart. Don't do this to your heart. Don't do this. Don't wrap this on your heart. Don't be thinking about this because it will wrap around your heart. And then it's going to happen. And you're going to learn. You're going to learn. Don't think like that. You know, and it's going to hurt. And you can be saved, you know, but you have to flip your thinking to do that. You're going to have to keep imagining you're at home. And if you don't change your thinking, you'll get home, but you'll do it again because it's wrapped around your heart. And you'll just keep experiencing the same thing over and over and over again until you see the pattern. 
and one of Neville Goddard's, you know, great lectures was the pattern man. And look at the pattern, you know, take it further. You can look at the patterns in your life and say, no, I'm not going to keep repeating this. You know, and you can step back and look, well, you know, I'm doing the same crap my father did, or I'm doing the same crap my mother did, or I'm doing the same crap grandma and mom did. You know, I mean, look at it. And that's how you can stop it. And somebody has to stop the chain. You have to break the chain. And this is shown to us in an experiment with mice that even though the first generation is taught to stay away from cherries or grapes, I can't remember which one it was, six generations later, the mice were from that parent was still staying away from the grapes. It had never been conditioned that way, just the parent, but it got passed on. Okay, it, it gets passed on. So somebody has to break the chain. A, a mouse can't. A mouse is not conscious. Okay, but man can. And man's part of the created. So you study the created to understand what's going on. So the mouse has shown us that we have basically, you know, inherited and passed on these roads we're walking and they're good intentions. Every one of them is a good intention. Now I don't want to see my daughter get hurt like I did. I better warn her. Okay. I don't want to see my son suffer racism. So I better warn him. Even though you've never suffered it. Okay. You'll warn him because it's gone into your consciousness that it's back out there. Okay, and you believe it. So now you're going to set the stage for your son. And this is what's meant by, you know, the sins of the father visit the son. It just keeps going on until you break the pattern. You know, and change it. Make it a new pattern. And this goes back to habits. You know, it's a, a belief is a habit. You can change your belief. You know, it, it, you can change it, and then the world around you will change. But it's good intentions, paving the road to hell. And, you know, the easy ones to see are like, you know, well, I'm not going to say anything about, you know, racism until they bring it up. I'm not going to bring up anything about religion until they bring it up. I'm not going to bring up anything about Santa Claus until they bring it up. You know, and then we'll discuss it. But one of the things I, you know, told my children, because we did not go to church, we did not believe in organized religion, and I really hadn't picked up a Bible since the age of 20, was, you know, I don't care where you are. I don't care what time it is. I don't care who you're with. I don't care what you've been doing. I don't care what state you're in. If that little voice inside you, and you know the little voice I'm talking about, if that little voice inside you is telling you, get out of here, run, you get out of there and run, and you call me, and I'll come get you. I don't care where you are. I don't care what you've been doing. I don't care what time it is. No questions asked. You're not in trouble. It'll be wonderful. Don't worry. 
and all three of my children did that. They did. And all three of them cried when they got in the car. They were so relieved and they had been so scared. And, you know, all of them just babbling as soon as they got, I did what you said, my other voice told me, and I don't. It's like, it's okay, it's okay. I know it's two in the morning. I bet Dad's mad. Dad's not mad. Don't worry about it. Mm -mm -mm -mm. We're not mad. We're glad. We're glad you called. It's okay. You know, and then later they'll find out that somebody overdosed or something like that. I mean, that happened at one party that my daughter left. You know, you just are so grateful that they did it. But each parent is different. You know, I, uh, a woman on an LOA sub wanted to know if she could use the law of attraction to change the way uh, something had happened at the school that her son had been picked on and uh, been attacked racially in she had said she'd warned him and all this other stuff. And I said, go read what you wrote. Law of attraction, is, I don't care what the rest of them tell you it is. It's like thoughts, beliefs, attract like circumstances, conditions, events, and people into your life. You paved the road to hell for your child. You warned him about racism. You filled his mind up with it. And then he went and experienced it. And now you want to be angry? You set that stage. You don't understand, love. Yes, I do. I understand it better than you. You know, bless your heart. This is a good intention. Paving the road to hell. You know, and, and she just went wacko. She was not going to hear that. You know, and frankly, you know, you're going to get your ass bitten if you keep trying to use these laws to make people be the way you want them to be. That's not how this works. You send them love and you're asking, I, I know, I know, I've been saying, let me see the bad side. I don't know. I only want to see the good side. I, they're good. There is no bad. They're, they're only good. They're only good. They're God's in there. They're only good. You know, and they all start changing to show you that good side of themselves. You know, and for many people, they don't even realize they've seen the bad side for so long, you know, basically all their lives, it's hard for them to believe that the that person does have a good side. They do. You split love in two, it's automatic. You get a good and a bad, and you can't have one without the other. You know, you just can't. When you see life objectively, you're going to get them both. You can't have. A good without a bad you can't have a bad without a good that's just how it is you know and the bad is to teach you a lesson don't think like that okay <laughs> you don't have to keep spanking yourself and that's what you're doing you know and if you enjoy spankings well that's another story <laughs> but if you don't like spankings, you don't like getting your ass bitten, you don't like, you know, and they come the strangest ways because even though you may be warning others about serial killers don't pick up hitchhikers, you know, you yourself are, are 
going to witness that in some way on the news of some woman who got picked up who was hitchhiking and got murdered. You know? You don't pick up hitchhikers. Once they've opened the door, it's too late for you to determine what that feeling is that you're getting from inside. They're asking for a ride. That's why their thumb is out. You don't do that. Okay? You pick up people who are not asking for a ride. They're walking, you know, determined. You can see here's this person out in 100 degree heat, just trekking along. They're not thumbing. You know, it's hot as hell. You would want somebody to stop for you. And so you do. You stop for them and say, hey, do you need a ride? You know, and man, thanks. Yeah, they weren't looking for it and you weren't looking to give it. You just came upon it and you did what you thought was best. And God's with you. It's all good. But you don't go pick up the hitchhiker. They're saying, hey, let me in your car. No. <laughs> no. You know, you, no. I have no idea. You know, and their intentions could be good. Don't get me wrong. But it's um, like that movie, uh, Clark Gable and um, Claudette Colbert were in, and it's a famous scene. And uh, it's it, the movie's called It Happened One Night. It's the only movie in Hollywood's history to win all the five major awards. And the, the, there's this scene where it's Clark Gable and, and Claudette Colbert on the side of the road. And, you know, they're stuck and they need a ride. And he sticks his thumb out there and people just driving by, driving by, driving by. And she goes out there and she just straightens her stocking. And here they are. Hi, you ain't right. <laughs> now it's implied because she stuck her leg out there, and it's a sexy leg that she got the ride, you know. But no, it was really she wasn't asking for a ride. I'm just sitting here on the side of the road, you know, and straightening my stocking, hoping I'm going to get a ride. And oh look, there's a ride. You know, God told her stick her leg out there and straighten your stocking, you'll get a ride. <laughs> so she did. It's stuff like that. It, it's little things that you don't notice until you start um, looking for them. And usually it's quite nice when you start to realize these things. It, it's things like if somebody is pressuring you for an answer, you have to give me an answer now or you're going to miss this opportunity. Okay. No. You know. If they're not going to give you time to stop and think about it, it ain't worth it. There's always another opportunity. Don't. Don't do it. You'll be sorry. You know, you will be sorry. Because you gave into pressure. And you don't give in to peer pressure. And I don't know what happened. I know I taught my children that. But apparently a lot of parents didn't. And you don't give in to peer pressure. And that also comes back to any kind of pressure. You don't give in to it. You are the leader, not them. No. Come on, come on, let's all go do this. No, come on. No. No, y'all go ahead. You know, if people are trying to pressure you into doing something, then, and you just say no. 
because you need time to think about it. And that's all there is to it. So these are clues to you on letting you know when it's objective man and when it's coming from the heart. If it's coming from the heart, nobody minds if you go home and think about it. Write some questions down, come back, we'll talk about it again tomorrow. You know, but if they're pressuring you, know I have to have your money by the 5 o'clock or this opportunity's gone. Okay. Well, don't you want the opportunity? Not that bad. There's always another opportunity. <laughs> and, and these things, you know, kind of make people stop and think. And that's okay. You, you don't realize it, but you planted a little seed in their mind. You know, here's somebody who didn't give in to peer pressure. You know, and if they're scamming, they'll know. You know, and if they're upset about it, that's their problem. You know, their scam didn't go the way they wanted it. Okay, go be upset. But I'm not going to play if you're pressuring me. And one of the things that uh, people don't realize is Donald Trump's book, The Art of the Deal, it's a brilliant book. And really what it boils down to is if it's not a win-win for everyone, then there is no deal. You know, you don't pay for something, for someone to do something, you know, and they not do it. You, you know, the, these people call up, well, if you pay, we're going to take on 90% of the cost, and you just give us 10%, and we're going to, you know, publish your book, self-publish, you know, a service for self-publishing, and we'll rebrand it, and we'll put it out there, and we'll put it on our website, where it could, and it's possible that, and you never know, we have these contacts, and they're looking at our stuff, and you could, it could's not good, <laughs> that means you won because I paid you, and now you have no skin in the game. If you don't have any skin in the game, you're not going to work hard for it. No. I have my product. If you want to sell it to others and you think you can and we can all win-win from this, you got a deal. Okay? Go out there and do it. Split it with you 50%. Anybody that's telling you you get 100% royalties, yeah, that's a scam. They want you to pay them, and they're not going to do anything. You already paid them. They don't have to go chase anybody and make it happen. That's not how it works. Okay? You can just go to Amazon and publish it yourself and not deal with all those people. Yeah. And, and that's just how it is. But these are clues to you about how to address it and how to recognize it. You know, and it's not a good intention. The good intention is sharing that information. Look, if they're pressuring you, that opportunity is not worth it. No one gives into peer pressure when you do. You get scammed every time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's okay. There'll be another opportunity. And you just pat them on the back. And, and that's the good intention you set moving forward, that there's always another opportunity, that you don't have to give in to peer pressure. So I hope this helps. You know, it, it, 
we all do it. We all do it, and it's really pernicious. And you don't even realize you're setting a good intention. You know, a lot of times I got to warn him. Uh oh, oh, don't go, don't do that. You might, and sure enough, you know. And some of them are funny. Oh, you know, you might catch my husband. You know, changing clothes if you go in there without knocking. <laughs> And that, that's, that's just how it is, you know, and they'll go in without knocking, there you'll be. And then she, oh, you know, and I'll be, everybody will be laughing. That ain't no big deal, okay? But when you set a good intention of, you know, you need to be aware of these kind of people because they could be out to get you instead of the behaviors of people, of you don't pick up a hitchhiker. They're asking for a ride. No. You pick up people who are sincere. They're out there walking in the heat or the rain and you would want help if it was happening. Their thumb's not out there. They're just trucking. And so you help them. You know, that kind of good intention is what you said. So I hope this helps. Blessings to you. And thank you. Thank you for being you.